You don't mind if I light some sage, do you? I mean, light that blunt. <laughs> this is some hippie stuff. Yeah, it, it smells is. so good, though. What's up, Kyle? How are you, man? This is Kyle, everybody. <laughs> uh, by the way, welcome to the Local Wave Conversations with Nashville Underground. I'm the host, Alex McWilliam, and with me today is my guest is uh, the owner of the Tiny Tape Room slash his house, uh, Kyle from the Catchphrase Cut It Kyle that you hear at the end of every episode. <laughs> it's weird being on this side. I know. I like the no headphones, though. It feels like we're just hanging out in the studio. Yeah, well... I, I did like the headphones the one okay. time we did it. Uh, we did it on the second youth episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can kind of take it and leave them. This sort of does smell like weed. It does, but it's just sage. I got it at a High Garden on Woodland. Oh, great job. Local tip. It's a, yeah. it's a great place. Um, do you always do podcasts without your shirt on? <laughs> <laughs> Where did just you get that you. Make America Great hat again? Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shit. Well, this, so to kind of explain what we're going to do this episode, we're going to kind of keep it as short and sweet as humanly possible, Mm. but uh, we are going to go through every episode and just try to think of small things that we remember about each episode. Um, It's a little retrospective. So, uh, first of all, I'm... I can't believe you let me do this and use all your really expensive oh, equipment. And, I love you, man. <laughs> and just sit here and do all this stuff. Yeah. Because when I brought this up to you originally, I was like, there's no way. I'm going to have, well, I figured at the very least I would have to pay for it and then I would figure out some way to pay for it because I thought that you'd be worth it. But Well, it started out where our agreement was you buy a bottle of whiskey. Yeah, which I need to do. I and no, you did it a couple of times. I know, but I haven't done it in a while. You've done do plenty. It. How long ago was that? Uh, like that I came long, up with the idea? Yeah, how long was the the difference between the idea of the podcast and episode one? It was not long. It was probably like like a month and a half. Oh, so it just jumped on it quick. Yeah, I mean, the moment I came up with the idea, I came up with the name, and then I just I just was like hit up everybody immediately just mm-hmm. to see, and mm-hmm. like you and Charles um, Platoon uh, for the logo and stuff, and everyone reacted really well to it the idea so i was just like well fuck i gotta do this then i suppose was there any other podcast name ideas Uh, before the local wave i so i have a huge list of stuff and i couldn't figure it out and the only one that i had was then really kind of sounds it was the steady wave which i didn't know what that meant but i was like a lot of podcasters don't have any mean like the, the names don't seem to matter so yeah. i was like but i explained it to my friend matt sucro uh at work and he was just like and i explained it as it being a local thing so he was just like well, why don't you just call it the local wave and i was like nice. that's so much better yeah. <laughs> than this the steady so, wave sounds like a shoegaze band yeah like it's a good band name for well yeah you could tm say, well, <laughs> that's we yours <laughs> um but yeah so it was super fast, and then a little later on, I met Lucas, who's taking video right now, and he hey buddy, he uh, <laughs> came up with the idea to advertise for the sanctuary, and then uh, and and then he would come and take vids, and he's been doing that the whole time. So it, I mean, it came together super fast, and then I knew I wanted Cody as the first one because I f- I knew he would be he would get a lot of attention. Um, I have a lot of regrets in that episode. A lot of the questions I didn't <laughs> ask Cody, I asked Aaron later on. So mm-hmm. I kind of got to 
to have a second chance with that. But um, I have noticed as you've progressed in the episodes, you've become a better interviewer. Well, like, I feel you. like you're probably your worst critic, so you think you were super nervous in the first episode, but it sounded totally normal to me. I, I think it sounded like shit, but I, I will say that, I mean, if you do anything a lot, you eventually right. get better at it. Like, right. I, I feel very good about the last episode with, with Dave, like, yeah, because I, I, I just felt like my questions were good, and, and I don't mean to, like, toot my own horn, I just thought, like if you look at the whole thing, I mean, you get better at anything that you do a lot. Totally. So, but yeah, I was so nervous that first one, especially with Cody. Cause I was just like, he's, he's Cody. I mean, he's still my friend, but it was like, I mean, as he's burned was a pretty big deal. Oh so, man. To me, I so. saw them multiple times, like high school years to, to college. And they were always the coolest band on the bill. Yeah. So it was, it was kind of cool meeting them, yeah. I never, I mean, I never got to see them. I only had a video of them playing once at Soul Fest that my mom took because I couldn't be there because I was working at a summer camp. But Nice. Um, <laughs> she took like that and like a video of Haste the Day or something. But uh, Wait, Haste the Day, Keech Haste the Day? Uh, pre-Keech. Or pre-Keech. Pre- yeah. yeah. Um, PK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... so, yeah, I mean, Cody's was fun. I mean, I, I like I said, I would have asked him much more about come now sleep and and uh son of love judge darkest but i also thought that had been covered already mm-hmm. like in other podcasts so i didn't think i needed to talk about it is that something you try to not re-ask questions like maybe that you already know the answer to uh i, I thought that that would be a good idea but i've discovered that if you just ask the question like you n- kind of never know what you're gonna get mm-hmm. you know i'm sure people like Matt Hoops have been asked plenty of times about like recording, mm-hmm, you know, but mm-hmm. I, I <laughs> but uh, um, but I like to believe that he probably answered it differently this time, you know, like mm-hmm. in uh, I haven't read every Reliant K interview ever, so I don't know, but but also with you know something like that where it's been so long, I I find that people have find more things to remember as it goes on you know yeah. i think dave was the same way i'm only referencing him so much because i we just had him but um and then with angela the second one i she just i just love bandit so much oh the, the best, best the best, the best. band <laughs> yeah um yeah i'm i guess they're recording new stuff yeah or they're writing it right now yeah so so they bought some recording gear off me oh, okay. to record their new stuff so they they kind of allowed me to upgrade as well. So I I'm probably even more excited for the record now. That's awesome. It's it's with my old stuff. It's yeah, cool. Yeah, that's so sick. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I'm really. There was a point where she wasn't going to do it anymore. So I'm just excited she's doing. I it. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I think she was kind of debating on whether she wanted to or not. But mm-hmm. I'm glad she is. I think Blake, her husband, has certainly inspired her. Totally. To, yeah. And they spur each other on to mm-hmm. do awesome stuff. Um, Daisy Ed was a big one that I, I actually kind of regret in the sense that, not that I regret doing the interview, but I, I regret uh, when I did it. Because if I would have done it again, I would have waited a little bit longer because I couldn't talk to Mikey about his new record. Oh, that was like, the they, like on the hush. They had like just recorded it and it was going to get announced like a month later. So Got they it. couldn't talk about it. He couldn't talk about it at all. So I was just like... That's funny. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. So I if I would have... But that's just something that you learn eventually. Right. 
And that was the one that I learned it on. Okay. Um, but I love Mikey, and I want to have him back for a part two eventually. Yeah. They just got off back from a European tour, their first one. Oh, that's where where were they? Was it like specific uh, spots? Or uh, yeah, they did. I mean, they did England a bunch and just kind of all over. I think. I mean, that's the dream. Yeah. I'm always curious how jealous I should be. That, <laughs> that's that's why. Well, it asked, seemed like but... they were kind of all over all over Europe and Germany mm-hmm. and. I think in Belgium. I don't. Rem- I don't remember the tour dating, uh, but but yeah, I'm eager to talk to them yeah, that's now awesome. that they've kind of had like a whole year of tur- touring on that record. I would love a part two. That'd be great. Um, Jordan McGee, Advent, the drummer. That was like one. That was the first time I didn't do like the singer of a band. And but Jordan is the funniest person in the planet. I just saw him the other day, and I was in tears after like thirty <laughs> seconds of saying hello. You can't, <laughs> you can't help it. He's so funny, and yeah. I knew he would like. I just knew, even though I mean, pe- most people wouldn't know who he was. Um, he was also helped out uh, by having people in that same kind of genre ish, mm-hmm. like having yeah. S- Stephen Keach from Haste of Day or, uh, Cove on, or I don't remember, but I know that there were other people or plea for purging too. like those types of people would listen to that. Like we'll see Advent, you know, and be like, Oh, I'll listen to that too. You know? Right. So, but he was hysterical. If you want a good laugh, you should go listen mm-hmm. to him. I've referenced the fact that his first band was named Slice with a Y on <laughs> a almost lot. every episode. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's so embarrassed by their band names. But I'm like, his yeah. Slice, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> what was yours? Uh, the first one was called Whitaker, uh, named <laughs> after Mr. Whitaker from Adventures in Odyssey, the Christian oh. uh, that's radio good. show. I was going to say Whitaker kind of that could go over, but yeah. then where you got it from is kind of the revealer of how young you probably were. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was like 12 years old. That's funny. Um, and then Stephen Keach, I, I think that is probably the most underrated episode. Uh, I, it's, it was such a fun episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, like as a, as a person who loved taste the day, like getting to learn like all the stories about how, they put out that first singy song from Pressure the Hinges because they were listening to Seosin or, or you know, stuff like that it was just so, so funny. Or even hearing him talk about how he doesn't like the album Mad, uh, Mad Men, which I was glad he said it because I don't really like that album either. <laughs> so sorry, <laughs> Stephen, if you're listening. But, um, but yeah, I mean, he's he's the best dude and recorded totally, yeah. Overwatcher. So that was... That was great. And just hearing someone like him say that he likes my band is always nice. Um, and then Body Origami. This is the first time I got to premiere a new song. Yeah. And honestly, I had never heard of them. And then you sent me the tracks to play. Because didn't they premiere a song? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was the first time we did that. And it, I like instantly oh, fell in so- love. That was so good. They are my album of the year. And that, I remember Evan burped like four times during <laughs> the episode. Had to wash that microphone. He had just had. Times. He had just had a... A veggie dog right beforehand but they're not they're another band i wish i could do a part two on now that their album is actually out but they never play or do anything which kind of adds to like their mystique in a weird way Mm -hmm. but they're a weird band because i feel like me and you and my buddy and grant evans from music city booking are like the only people who think that band's good (laughs) 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 or like or like ever really like listen to them like on a right like i feel like if you hear that band, you have either like two reactions. You either think it's like 
insanely good or you just kind of don't get it and are not into it, you know? Mm. They're a very polarizing band in that way. Man, I've been listening to it ever since oh, we so had that good. podcast. Yeah, It's so good. Um, Civilian, who is not a Nashville native anymore, he moved away. So We'll delete the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was the longest one to date, I remember. And I was also thrown off because while I love Jonathan Thomas, who came in with him, the drummer... Um, sorry. Excuse me. Um, I didn't know he was going to come. I thought it was just going to be Ryan. So I then had to like pull an audible and have mm-hmm. all these questions for him, which made it like extra long too. And I, I felt kind of frazzled by mm-hmm. that cause I wasn't prepared. Um, God, you know, burp. um, well, I couldn't tell pulled it off. Great buddy. I guess. <laughs> uh, and then our first one with youth episode eight. Yeah. Uh, which is great. Julian is incredible. Just saw him yeah, the other man. day. He uh, just, I finally got his album on vinyl, which that album's great if you haven't heard it. I haven't heard it on vinyl. I've heard the record, but not on vinyl. Uh, oh, I love it. But he gave us our first exclusive, uh, first and only acoustic performance. Yeah. We got to uh, do more of that. Yeah. That was fun. We will. That was very cool. Um, yeah. And then Kid Holiday, which uh, I love those dudes. And, I will admit a little behind the scenes that we they were not the first choice for that episode. It just because we they were the people who came in and, and filled the spot. Awesome. Uh, uh, the per, I'm not going to say the person who was scheduled, but they they kind of backed out last minute, and so then I was scrambling, and I remember calling you and being like, "We're not going to have an episode." Blah blah. <laughs> and then uh, and then I got you know Hunter and. And Max, who, I mean, Hunter's one of the best storytellers, mm-hmm. like, in general. So even stuff that wasn't even related to the band, like his story about meeting, uh, God, who was it? I think he met Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, it was ridiculous. Like, he just told this huge story <laughs> at the end about how he met him. And there's one other wrestler. He's like a straight-edge wrestler. I don't remember Man, I have name. to go back and listen to that. CM Punk. Okay. Uh, yeah, he met CM Punk, and he, like, wouldn't take a picture with him or something. <laughs> um, but, yeah, too cool. it was hilarious. And then Ryan Rado, who's I, – I just bought a Ryan Rado painting, another one. You, another was second yeah, one. second one, yeah. For um, the McWilliam estate. Yeah, yeah, we, we went to his uh, – we've been wanting a second one for a while, and uh, we went to his art show at Houston Station mm-hmm. uh, a couple weeks ago, and – we thought we were kind of priced out of his material. And then we found this one that was, you know, with uh, being able to pay in installments was doable. And so uh, we were like, I guess we're going to do it. So yeah. we did it. But that one, uh, I get a lot of compliments on that one. That I, I mean, I feel like if you know Ryan at all, it's just like the best. I want to have him on again too. Cause I just feel like he could talking about him talking to him about anything is fascinating. Like mm-hmm. his take on anything yeah. is, is so cool. And even though he doesn't do music, I feel like his, the art that he does now, is just, it's still, it still feels like the spirit of kind of what we're going for, you know? And so I, I just love talking to him. I probably yeah. will have him on again just because I like talking. Yeah. To him. I mean, he was kind of a riot. Yeah. <laughs> he was out of yeah. I love that. <laughs> Um, and then the biggest one to date, the Matt Hoops oral history of Ryan K. The most place out of all of them, still episode eleven. Uh, that was unbelievable. That was the first time out of all of them where I got somebody 
that like I mean Reliant K was one of the first bands I ever listened to in the alternative music mm-hmm. genre whatsoever and so that was like the probably closest I came to being like completely starstruck. I mean, I'm a fan, a huge <laughs> fan of like all of the, I mean, body Grammy put out my favorite record of the year, but like, I mean, I had met Matt before, but it was just, it was, it was just weird. Like I getting, I, I was really scared because he's very introverted. So I was afraid that he was like not going to open up. I had like nightmares about it, like the, the days before. And then he just laid the gems out on the yeah, table yeah. and just let me pick which ones I wanted. So yeah. was... he's so soft spoken and sweet, like a, just a really nice man. Oh yeah. And so you're like, I can't tell if this is real or not, but it is. <laughs> he is he's so just... great. <laughs> yeah. I totally get that. And uh, that was the most NPR sounding episode. Sick. That was oh, the most yeah, like, his voice is welcome so... to NPR. Yeah. This is uh, Ira Glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's got that, that was a good sweet one. radio voice. Yeah, that was good. Um, and then Michael Fall from Secret Stuff in Low Mass, who mm. he just does like so much for the Nashville scene in general, and just having his old house Exponent Manor kind of be the place where Overwatcher got their start and stuff. And now that Secret Stuff is taking off in a big way, he actually just uh, announced the other day or that he's going to be opening up for Crime and Stereo and one of their Long Island reunion shows, which is oh, pretty cool. huge. Um, so he was a ton of fun to talk to and deserves everything that he's getting right now. Um, and then Pale Lungs, who we were pre- premiered a new song of theirs as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, I mean, they're just like fresh faced boys and they're doing their thing right now. And they yeah. put out an awesome killer EP uh, this year called Strawberry. Uh, also, uh, they're in our top 10 most played episodes. They're they're one of the, I mean, most of the ones of the top plays, as you would imagine, are the ones, the bands have bigger followings, mm-hmm. you know, um, the Maze and Reliant K and stuff like that. But Pale Lungs is holding their own. Like they, I mean, That's obviously cool. it's probably because they premiered a song, but I mean, I, we still get plays in that episode all the time. Um, That's awesome. Christiana Benton, one of my best friends in the whole wide world. What a gem. One of the sweetest people I could ever meet in my life. Uh, I, I, If anything, that was just an excuse for us to hang out. I was just <laughs> like, you know, I hadn't hung out with her a while. Yeah. I was just like, let me nerd out about your EP Manage. Um, Which is also a Stephen Keecher. That is in Stephen Keecher as well. Episode five, throwing it back, bringing mm-hmm. it full circle. <laughs> Uh, episode 15, I had Blake Hardman from Counterparts, uh, and on point, I think the most swear words were said in that episode. Uh, he swore a lot. Um, I wasn't keeping track, but I just remember (laughs) that's just who he is. That's just his vibe, you know? Um, and that new Counterparts record is fantastic. Um, you're not you anymore. And so it was cool to hear about making that. And I mean, he had been in as hell retreats this old face down band that came from nashville too so it was and on point who's is unfortunately having their last show it'll be i think next i think it might be the day after this comes out so oh so get out to that 70s house and see on point's last show um Episode 16, Mountains Like Wax. Again, oh, man. some that fresh face good, boys. That was a personal favorite. Yeah? That was, yeah. Cool. I love those kids. And I met them when they came in, and now I see them everywhere. It's like really? when you buy a car and you see your car yeah, everywhere. Yeah. I now see the Mountains Like Wax guys everywhere. Well, Mitchell, he's a bartender at, at Attaboy. At Attaboy and mm-hmm. at Urban Cowboy. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, I see him out yeah. doing that. And 
Yeah, they're such a good band. They, mm-hmm. I mean, live, they're so much fun. I, I wish we we had more to talk about because uh, they they had just put out a new single at that time, and I wish, I hope we get some new stuff from them in 2018 because I'd love to have them back. Um, same thing with this guy Tyler Minatelli, um, from Forever and Never. Uh, again, he came out with a three or Forever and Never came out with. Uh, promises a little three song banger uh, this year, but they're going to come out with a new album. I'm pretty sure next year. So hopefully we can have him back. And then, and here it is the, one oh. of the biggest ones, Uh-oh. Aaron Sprinkle. Oh my goodness! Yeah, talk about gems. Yeah, he's a gem of a person. Mm-hmm. He was. I mean, he talked to us for like a half an hour, if not more. Afterwards. Oh, he's a talker. Yeah. yeah, and he's got good stuff to say. He was really. Uh, he talked your ear off about dieting. And I, <laughs> well, after the podcast, yeah. we went upstairs, and I was like, normal life. I was like doing dishes right. and like eating food, and we were talking about healthy ways to eat things and how he doesn't drink anymore, and yeah. the government is telling us certain ways, <laughs> you know, that they're getting us to eat carbs and dairy and so It I was sw- good. I yeah. swear to God, every time I eat a carb now, I think <laughs> of him, and I get I get sprinkled. Yeah. I I, am, I got sprinkled. Uh, Every time I eat a carb, I feel like I'm dying now because of him. So I, he ruined carbs for me. That doesn't mean that I don't eat them on a daily basis. That's so um, funny. But I literally, I literally think of that all the time. And just the episode. I mean, God, he has made so many albums that I, I, I mean, control. You are my sunshine. Like. I mean, those are ju- those two alone. If you had just made those two, you have impacted my life on mm-hmm. like an insane level. And mm-hmm. he made like and even fair like his. I would throw in that acceptance uh, record too. Oh, that, absolutely, hundred yeah. yeah. percent. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, we could go off forever about that. That was. I I am just shaking my head because I don't know what <laughs> else to say about how good that was. Uh, and then a personal favorite of mine uh, because they were some of my one of my favorite high school bands, A Plea for Purging. Oh, okay. They were my first look into Nashville back in the day. Hmm. Um, and now Andy and Blake are just good friends of mine and, and very sweet dudes. And I, I also want to have them back, even though they're not a band. They they are in like the top episodes as well. I think top five right now. But just because I mean they could do tour stories forever yeah. and they were in the heyday of that like late 2000s mm-hmm. metalcore boom um and they're the two two of the funniest people i've ever sat down with yeah and then and i've hung out afterwards i yeah. met them and now i've gotten some beers and oh really yeah, yeah 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 oh they're the best and then one of your friends uh jake germany yeah who i didn't know when i booked the thing that you even knew him that's so funny yeah yeah, I was like, oh, I got this guy, like, Jake Germany. And you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'd play in a band with him. And I was just like, oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, that was a short stint. I was <laughs> I was playing keys and guitar and cardboard kits for a couple months. Yeah. And then when we both toured with Reliant K, um, we, like, played for each other's bands, I think. I don't remember how it went down. But he's played for us. We played for him. And we go way back, I guess. He's about to drop a new thing. I don't know if it's an EP, but doesn't it seem like he's always about to drop something new? Well, like he's kind of on saw, it. <laughs> it's called, I think it's called happy season and it's, uh, I, I don't know whether it's a full length or a song or mm-hmm. EP, but he's dropping something. It's okay. dropping. It's coming. Um, look out. He's dropping. Something. Yeah. He's dropping. <laughs> yeah. Just look on the floor. Cause he's going to drop it. Um, 
Episode 21. We're almost done. Uh, oh, wow. Episode 21, Alex Miracle from Cove and Enough. Mm-hmm. Um, that one I admittedly felt like a fool and I didn't do enough research because he was in a whole other band called Enough that apparently did way more than Cove did and I had no idea. And so we didn't talk about it till like the end of the episode. Um, but Cove, it's one of my favorite bands in Nashville and I'm really glad that I got to see them a bunch of times this year. That's cool. And I hope they play again. I don't know. Like they, that was cool because they put out, uh, they put out the podcast and then, excuse me, they put out the EP and then the next day they put out the podcast and the day after that was the record release show. So it was like a, a big weekend for them. Yeah. And I was just happy to be a part of it. And he gave me, uh, the record release version of their last album. Uh, and then Idol Bloom, uh, who, very sweet people I'd never met before. I I went to their I went to their album release show for Little Deaths uh, because my friend Cooper Pendleton, uh, his band was opening up. Okay, uh, Chain Shot. Uh, they're like a hardcore punk band, and I wanted to go see him. And then I saw Ida Bloom and was like, "Holy shit! I've got to get this band on the podcast." I mean, they just basically sold out the East Room, and um, wow, that's awesome. And with like I said this on the episode, but they had such a diverse like group of people there, you know, and I I loved that because I thought that that was such a rarity in Nashville to see that. Um, episode twenty three, one of your personal favorites. I don't remember the number. Ref- refresh me a little bit. Well, Nate Henry. Yeah, you got Nate's roasted awesome. on a oh, lot in that episode. Roasted. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that right, Kyle? That's no, so funny. Yeah, Sherwood was one of those bands that like I grew up, and every time they came through, I was I was there. Yeah, it just didn't matter what it took. I was there. Yeah, I loved the. What did he say? He was like. He was referencing, I think, Pete Wentz sending a D pick, and he's just like, oh, uh, "Wouldn't it be great if you you send a D pick or something?" Like, I'm like you, I was just like, "Stop it!" He was cracking me up. He was funny because he, I mean, he seemed like a tad jaded, like, but like I, but a bit. yeah, but it was, it was still, it was interesting getting that perspective because I didn't, I didn't feel like I had had anybody um, who. I mean, he was like, seemed, except for the fact that they're about to go on a reunion tour. But before that, I mean, he seemed like, I'm completely out of this band. I'm doing other stuff, you know? Yeah. And so it was interesting having him kind of do an oral history, uh, now about to do a reunion tour. Like, I loved his reaction. I was just like, oh, yeah, different light. You must be excited. And he was just like, yeah, well, the fans like it. You know? <laughs> I was just like, yeah. I mean, that was a long time it ago. It was a that long was a time really ago. really long time ago. Yeah. I, I jammed that album a lot. Yeah. Well, you got the record, and I was too slow, and I didn't order the vinyl. Yeah, well, I got uh, I got the last record that they did. I didn't get uh, Sing but keep going. Yeah, it didn't show up. No, they never sent it to me. You paid for it and it didn't show up. Yeah, well, they gave me a refund, but they oh, were like, okay. "We don't have it," and so that kind of sucks. Yeah. And then uh, Nate said that all of the Sherwood stuff burned down. That which is, is so awful. Sad. Yeah, it's yeah. so sad. Um, I guess they just repress. Uh, what is that? A different light. Oh, okay. Um, uh, for that tour, and I was unfortunately not able to get one, but mm-hmm. hopefully I'll be able to. 
And then episode 24 with Aaron Lunsford, who I got to redeem all of the things uh, that I didn't do Cody's episode. Yeah, end, yeah. So that worked <laughs> out. And he, a lot more talkative, a lot mm-hmm. more provocative. A um, character. Yeah, certainly. Um, and he just put out an awesome book called Backstage. And then he did this other one on Emery that just came out too. So we were able to talk about that, which is great because I love Emery. Yeah, um, yeah, of course. And then we had the part two of Youth, um, which he did like a... I'd like to do more of these. I thought they were cool because it was very nerd minutia talk, and I'm into that. Yeah, uh, the, yeah you are. Like track by track <laughs> breakdown. Yeah. Um, and maybe, hopefully, we'll, be, we'll get to do more of those. Um, of his new record, which I just got on vinyl the other day. Cool. I think I mentioned that the last time we were talking about him, but I'm, I'm glad to finally have that. Um and then we did Sunseeker, who seems kind of out of our uh, scope because we were doing more emo bands and hardcore bands and like indie rock. And, and this is like a third man records band yeah. in a completely different world. But blew but, me away. Oh, my God. Cool. Bitterford is such I, I, a good yeah. EP. I it love great. it. Um, he was hilarious, too. Mm-hmm. I, I, was, I was very surprised because of his uh, his quiet demeanor, how funny he was. Uh, and then more recent ones, Slow and Steady, they did the one year. And you said you really liked that mm-hmm, one a lot. Yeah. Um, those two guys are, are wild. I just hung out with them this weekend for Jacob's birthday, and we watched Star Wars. Oh, nice. And his girlfriend made this vegan, like she made all vegan pancakes with this peanut, like chocolate peanut butter drizzle business. <sighs> that I was like, and it was like all vegan though. It yeah. Was, incredible that's cool has nothing to do with the episode but it's incredible <laughs> just a little and he premiered out. a new song which was awesome right I, yeah right. it's all right i uh that ep is gonna be killer i'm stoked for them because i think he's finally doing what he super duper wants to do and it's better than anything he's ever done that's cool and yeah. i didn't know that i had corresponded with him earlier oh because angela was on his band's record and I recorded Angela to do that, and we had to email back and forth, and that was cool. Oh. Kind of like, oh, wait, we know each other. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know <laughs> That's that. That's cool. Uh, and then the last one, we're already here, The Oral History of May, oh, which was... The crowning jewel yes. on season one. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I I mean, I, May, when I started buying cool alternative records, <laughs> like that mm-hmm. was like one of the first ones I got. And I told the whole story of the Christmas debacle with getting Destination Beautiful, but um, on the on the thing. But it, I'm 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 just so proud of all of these. Like I, I'm very thankful to everyone who's let me do it and all the all the listeners and stuff. But I got to tell you, this is like one of the most selfish things I've ever done in my entire <laughs> life. Because I, I mean, I don't think many. Anybody listens to this podcast because of me? I, I think it is that I don't. I, I would say, yeah. <laughs> I think it's probably because of the I'm you know awesome guests that we get. But uh, man, I this is my shit. The, you know, like yeah. just sitting down and being able to ask all these questions that you wouldn't just be able to. Like I've hung out with Matt Hoops before. I'm not going to ask him. Like, so what was it like recording with uh, <laughs> you know with Howard Benson? Yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> You know, I mean, I'm not going to, I want to do that. That's all I want to do. But I remember when I first moved to Nashville and I was told like, you can't like, don't be a fanboy or whatever. I, I so 
when I first learned this was I, uh, when I first, I, the first house I lived in, uh, Brian from Copeland showed up at my house. Yeah. Because he wanted I remember to see, that story. Yeah. He wanted to see it. And, and I had him autograph my, my records and I had people like make fun of me because I got my no, records signed dude. because they were like, you can't like, like fanboying like that, like isn't the thing to do here in Nashville. And, and so I didn't for a long time, but I am just sort of like fucking over it. You I know just, what though? You, know? you look back on the people that tell you that and those are like bitter people you don't want to hang out with. Yeah. Like I, I'm totally the opposite way. Like you don't want to annoy people. You know, people right. are still normal Certainly. people, but there's a time and place to nerd out about music and the normal life and past stories. Yeah. And stuff like I mean, that. this I is, that. like I said, this is one of the most selfish things I've ever done. I'm doing this podcast to get my record signed. This yeah, is like, yeah. you know, I mean, this is, I just made a time and place. You know, I was just like, I I want a time and place to be able to get my record signed and it not be weird. So here yeah. we go. And I have definitely asked people in weird times to sign my records. I don't give a shit. Yeah, it just, good it, for you, man. it just is what it is. But, uh, yeah, I just want to say like, if you're out there and you're in Nashville and you have no interest of being in a band or whatever, and you just like music, like fucking tell people even if you are into like if you are a musician whenever you meet someone that you want that you you care about their music just fucking tell them like you don't have to be a weirdo you can just say like i really like what you did and it meant a lot to me i don't think anyone is going to be upset hearing that yeah you know what i mean that that's always gonna be something someone's going to appreciate hearing and so anyway i mean thank you to you for real like this is crazy that i get to sit down here in this awesome space and get free cocktails uh (laughs) typically and and you've been so incredibly incredibly gracious in this whole thing and i just wanted to say it on record even though i I try to say it as much as i can a little too much i don't care um (laughs) and lucas where's lucas come here sleeping on the couch come here here he's playing smash bros over there here, get on the get on the mic here. Oh dear. Let's get Lucas on the mic. Just for a so split second. As long as no one puts a camera on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll take the camera off him. Yeah. Well, Lucas, uh, say whatever you want to say about the sanctuary. Promote the sanctuary for a second. Um, we're transitioning and also continuing with sessions. So we're going to try to uh, record some bands this next year. Um, other than that, we're going to continue to do sessions. We're trying to get two more in in January. And then from there on, um, we haven't really talked anything about quarter one of next year. We're having our meeting this week in about quarter four. Cool. So to be as vague as possible, we're going to keep cranking <laughs> stuff out. Um, but we haven't all four been in a room not working on individual tasks. Mm in over three months so there's not a whole lot of juicy deets i can give you so <laughs> well where can people go to go see the sanctuary the videos and all that kind of stuff um you can go to our instagram which is at sanctuary underscore sessions um i think our twitter is at sanctuary sesh not oh. spelt like sessions it's got a sh at the end of it yeah um we're not super active on twitter but our website is uh sanctuary sessions.tv cool um, you can go there, and that'll direct you to our YouTube. So, well, thank you for all that you've done. You've made my social media look a lot fucking cooler than it would have <laughs> looked otherwise. So, I like. I mean, I thank you every week, but thank you on record in mm. front of me, looking you in the eyes. Well, so. 
Thank you for letting me do it. I kind of just like dude. broke into your living room one day and was like, hey, I'm going to start yeah. doing your social media. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was just like, sure. I don't want to fucking do that anyway. So <laughs> um, where can people go for you, Kyle, if they want to get in touch with you about recording at the Tiny Tape Room or, or doing it or whatever? Um, just tinytaperoom.com. Cool. Or just come knock on the studio door. I'm here nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, if you want to talk to me, localwavepod at gmail.com, uh, at the local wave everywhere. Thank you to Charles, who's not here. I can't look him in the eyes, but uh, thank you because he's done incredible work. And, uh, you know, we might have a little surprise coming for you for Christmas. We'll see what shakes loose. But uh, other than that, uh, just thank you for listening and be a fan of your friends and love one another. Cut it, Alex. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so I know we totally just ended and it was real cute. We laughed and everything. But I I wanted to uh, come back and just remind all of you there were some great great uh, releases that came out this year that we referenced during the show but I wanted to just get a complete list of them I'll probably put them up on uh, at the local wave on Instagram and everywhere too but uh, check out Jordan McGee uh, in Advent they put out an EP called Pain and Suffering this year Uh, Civilian put out a record called You Wouldn't Believe What Privilege Costs Uh, Pale Lungs put out an EP called Strawberry this year that we premiered a new song off of Forever Never had an EP called Promises uh, that you can check out. Uh, Cove put out their EP, The Age of. Aaron Lunsford has a book on Emery called Emery. Uh, <laughs> Sunseeker put out an EP called Bitterford on Third Man Records. Body Origami put out my favorite album of the year, Bright and Only Mine. And we also got to premiere a new song from that. Uh, Youth put out their album Blame Finally. It's so good. Uh, Fangs put out their EP, Get In My Arms. Uh, Daisy Head put out, In Case You Missed It. Aaron Sprinkle put out an album called Real Life, and he produced a bunch of other records this year. Uh, On Point put out a great record called The Anti-Cool. And again, go to that 70s house. I'm pretty sure it's tomorrow, so go check that out. Uh, Idol Bloom put out a full-length called Little Deaths. And Moru put out Plague Whispers. So go check out all those releases. Uh, Thank you for listening and be a fan of your friends and love one another. Mm